I wanted to break away from the podcast for just a minute to thank the sponsor of this episode. Now, if you've ever wanted to start a podcast, or if you've already started one but find it hard to do, why don't you try Anchor.fm? That's what I'm using for this podcast. Anchor.fm is the easiest, most flexible way to publish a podcast on the market. You can record, edit, add music, or anything else directly from your phone. That's what I'm doing for this ad. I'm recording it from my phone. You can record it from a tablet or your desktop. Best of all, it's free. Totally free. So, if you ever wanted to start a podcast and all the distributions handled by Anchor, everything's handled by Anchor, just try anchor.fm and you'll become a raving fan like I am. And I want to thank them for sponsoring this episode. Now, back into the episode. Welcome to the Discover You Podcast with your host, James Hooper, spiritual and personal discovery author, speaker, teacher, and coach. James helps you find who you were created to be and guides you to the most fulfilling life you can experience. On this podcast, we'll guide you through discovering what energizes and motivates you, why you think the way you think, act the way you act, and react the way you react. We'll learn together how to grow through spiritual truths to become the best version of yourself possible. If you haven't yet, please subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Also, you can go to your favorite podcast platform and leave a review and rating. This will help others find us so they can begin their own growth journey. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Discover You Podcast. I'm James Hooper, and I'm so, so glad you're joining me. Listen, when we are talking about our motivations, of course, the Discover You podcast is about the book, Discover You, our seven motivations. And so when you find your motivations, you find your strengths. You know, we have seven motivations. We all have all seven, but there are two or three that are strongest ones in our gift cluster. When we discover that, when we understand what motivates us, remember what energizes you, motivates you. And so when you're doing what energizes you, it motivates you to keep doing it. It gets, gives you fulfillment, that sort of thing. And so when you discover those things, there is a very distinct possibility that you're going to be doing something for a living or doing uh, some kind of activity that is not at all related to what your motivation is. Now, see, it's going to be weird for some people thinking, well, won't you just automatically know what makes you feel good? Well, not really. Let me give you an example. Of course, the only example I can give you is me, and so this is how I am. So I've had lots and lots of jobs growing up. Um, I always found out what I didn't want to do. So I would I would go through a job, and, and it would be great for a while, and then after a period of time, it would kind of, you know, like B.B. King says, the thrill is gone. And then I would realize that, you know, I can't do this anymore. I just can't do this anymore. And what I thought initially was, I just can't stick with anything. I am, I'm flawed. I'm defective. I have no, I have no ability to see things through. You know, just pounding myself, beating myself up. And um, so I just did that for so long. And even after I was, when I was 30, I did this assessment to begin with the very first time 
my perceiver was number one, uh, leader was number two, and teacher was number three. Serving has always been number four. That really didn't tell me. The perceiver thing, I understood that about myself. I understood the perceiver part, the visionary, the, the ability to make quick decisions. I understood those kind of things. The leader part of me, I understood why I take over when there's no leadership. I understood why I can relate to all other people and I can put together pro- plans and, and uh, organize, I can organize things, that sort of thing. I understood that. The teacher thing, I wasn't real sure about. But, you know, I, I knew I, I like to talk. I like to tell people things. It's interesting. I'm an introvert, but I love talking to people. I'm very comfortable on stage. Uh, I'm very comfortable on stage. Of course, I grew up on stage being a pastor's son. You're always on the stage, always in front of people. But I'm more comfortable in front of people, in front of a crowd of people, than I am talking to a, into one-on-one with people uh, or a group of two or three people. People I don't know. Now, people I know, I'm okay with. So I, sorry, I kind of digressed a little bit. So anyway, after I retook the test again, the assessment, not the test, but the assessment, I took the assessment again at the first of this year of 2018. Teacher had moved to the top because of the fact that I had been pastoring a church for nearly three years, speaking every weekend. I realized that the teaching was at the top. And so I knew that speaking, preaching, really gave me this fulfillment. Every time I spoke, every time I did that, even before I pastored this church, I'd get opportunities to go to uh, other churches. My brother-in-law pastors a church. I've got friends that pastor churches, and I would go and fill in for them when they're gone, things like that. Um, you know, because I'm a pastor's son, my wife's a pastor's daughter, we know how it is to be a pastor. So pastors trust us to come into their churches and kind of fill the pulpit while they're gone, not afraid we're going to steal their congregation or whatever. We're just there to help. But every time I would get up to preach, I would just have this overwhelming uh, fulfillment, this excitement, this passion. And I just, I would leave every time, like I've told you, I'd leave every time and tell my wife, that's what I'm meant to do. Now, see, I equated it with preaching the Bible, preaching biblical truths, which I love preaching biblical truths. But once I learned that I am, that teaching is my number one motivation, I said, let me try something else and see if I get the same fulfillment. And so that's when I started volunteering for the Alzheimer's Association having the experience I have with my dad, uh, being one of the caregivers with my siblings and my mom, with him, and they needed community educators. They needed people that aren't afraid to get in front of people. I'm not afraid to get in front of people. In fact, I love it. Uh, I'm kind of a performer at heart, I guess. I don't know. And so um, they needed somebody that would was willing to get in front of people and somebody that had some experience. And so I, I volunteered, and I began doing it. And it was amazing I got the exact same sensation, the exact same excitement, the exact same feeling when I was educating people about Alzheimer's because I was I was teaching people and I was using my experience, using the knowledge that I have to help people. So then I get to thinking, okay, so it's not just preaching, which I love preaching. I mean, uh, if you ever see any of my videos of me preaching, I'm very passionate um uh, about preaching the Bible, but I just love sharing information with people. So that was a long way to get back to the subject at hand. 
I'd done so many jobs, but I come to realize what was happening at those jobs. As a rule, most of them, in fact, the last one that I did was the commercial insurance underwriter. I would come into a, a place, come into a job, and I would just I would just consume it voraciously. I would just learn everything I could about it. You know, people would tell me, I'd ask questions, and I'd say, don't tell me the answers, tell me where to find it so I can I can resource myself. And, and, I, and I'm very resourceful, so I can go find information. I'm just learning, 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 because I love to learn. Then I would end up teaching someone. It's, it's interesting, uh, especially the commercial insurance underwriter. When I first started it about 10, 12 years ago, I came in not even hardly knowing how to spell the word insurance, but I didn't know anything about it. I started as a, an underwriting assistant. I learned how to do it, and three weeks later, I was teaching other assistants how to do it. And my, my boss, who is now a super good friend of mine, he said, I've never seen anybody take to this the way you have, to learn it as fast as you have, to be as adept at it as you have. You act like somebody that's been in the industry for years, and then I'm able to teach somebody how to do it in a, a very concise way, a very effective way. And I began realizing I've done all these jobs because of my desire to learn. All these jobs intrigued me, and I wanted to learn about them. And so when I would learn about them, then I would teach somebody how to do it. And then once the ability, the availability to teach somebody passed, and I was just down to the day-to-day of just doing the job, I wasn't enjoying it at all. And so that just really concerned me. So all this time, I'm thinking that I am just unstable, just have the inability to keep a job for a long period of time. I'm degrading myself this whole time. And what the truth is, is that I have been fulfilling what my motivations are, but I wasn't aware of it. So I was learning, consuming, gaining as much knowledge as I could, doing all I could. And then I would teach people how to do it, that teacher thing in me. And I would have insight into things because the perceiver, I'd have people come to me, well, what do you think about this? And what do you think we do about this? And because I'd have insight. And so people ask me what we should, what we should do here. And because I'm a, I can put together a plan, I can put together structure. I've got all that stuff because of the leader thing. I mean, all that stuff was there, but the, the fulfillment of the job was gone. It was just gone. And I got to where I dreaded it. But see, the problem is, is I was approaching it like this is a job that I'm going to have to do the rest of my life. And I, I could not stand that idea. But when I discovered that my gift is teaching, along with perceiver and leading, those are my strengths. When I discovered that, I said, aha, I had the light bulb moment. I understood that the reason I did those jobs was so I could learn and I could teach. And then once that was gone, I was done with it. I'd learned as much as I wanted to learn about it. There's probably still some minuscule things to learn about it, some other things to learn, some more in-depth things, but I wasn't, wasn't interested anymore. I'd learned what I wanted to learn about it. I taught what I needed to taught, teach, and then I moved on. So once I retook that assessment and understood that this is who I am, now I've started making life choices. And so I've had opportunities to take jobs 
that are not related to this because I can make money. I mean, I can make some good money in the insurance business because I'm good at it, but I would not be fulfilled. My wife and I have had this conversation. I said, listen, you would not like the man that I would become because I'd become embittered. I would be miserable the whole time. I would be not, I wouldn't be passionate about anything, but I'd just be doing it just to pay the bills. That's just existing. The thing is, is now I've started pursuing my passion. And every day, as I'm sitting here with this microphone in my face, in this office, by myself, recording, I'm just so energized and so excited because I'm helping someone learn about themselves. I'm helping someone. It made such a difference in my life that I want everyone to know about it. The other day, I went to to the bank. Uh, and yes, I actually have a banker uh, in this day and time, though he's you can't really do much because it's with a big bank, you know, big national chain. But we sat down and we've we've known we've interacted several times on different accounts and different things like that. So we were talking about one account and stuff, and he was asking me how things were going. So I, I was telling him about the book, telling him I just published the book, and I was excited about that. And he said, he said, I need to get that for my son. He just started in college this year. He's going to be a freshman at UT. Uh, that's University of Texas at Austin. And so um, he said, you know, that might help him. And I'm thinking, yes, yes, yes. I wish every freshman, college freshman could get this book and could discover who they are before they start their college career. Because so many freshmen go into a degree plan thinking, I can make money doing this. This is a cool profession. I can make a good living at this. And it's not what they enjoy doing. There may be aspects of it they enjoy doing, but they're just, they change. As a rule, most most college uh, students change their major two or three times while they're in school. If they could start their college career knowing who they are and making decisions based on what their strengths are, it'd be so beneficial. It would save their parents a lot of money to begin with, but it would save frustration. You wouldn't be taking classes you didn't need to take. You wouldn't be pursuing things you didn't need to pursue that, you know, you get this degree and you spend, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60,000 dollars depending on where you go on a degree and then you you go out into the world, A, you can't get a job and B, you don't like the job that you, once you're doing it. So I wished everyone. I I'm I actually am in the process. I've submitted it to um a friend of mine that's uh, on the school board at a at a, at a town uh, that I'm familiar with, they're, they're on the school board, and I'm, I'm having them review the book to see if, if we could use it somehow in the high school, you know, if we have to change in a different iteration, different format, whatever, use it in high school to help kids, you know, help like the guidance counselors and help the kids understand who they are. Because I feel like if people understand who they are, Earlier, the earlier they can, the better their life's going to be. I mean, I, I was 50, 54 when I took this assessment. Again, I was 30 when I took it the first time. I learned something about myself, but I was still kind of confused. But then it, when I turned in January of this year, 2018, when I took the assessment again, I was 54. I was feeling despondent because I had to shut down a church because I failed it. I, well, I don't think I failed. I just realized I'm not a, 
a pioneer. I'm not a person that can start from scratch. It's just not me. And so I, I just was despondent about that. But we were having a Bible study. One of the couple of the people in our church still wanted to have a Bible study. The only two people that were attending the church wanted to have a Bible study. So we were doing a Bible study on this this motivational gift study, and I t- retook the assessment, and I realized who I was. And I, those Bible studies, I would just get so excited. We called it Bible study, but I was teaching this motivational gift stuff, learning about yourself, and it just, I was excited about it, and it, I just began to discover it. And so if you could find it out when you're 16, 17, 18, you know, I don't know, you know, much older, much younger than high school age, because you're still kind of developing yourself, you're still learning, you can know your strengths, but again, they're still dynamic, they're they still uh, in a matter of flux, kind of uh, like my top three, they, they're still the top three, but number three became number one. The rest of them have all pretty much stayed the same. Mercy's always been number seven, and, and it probably will always be number seven. So some of those won't ever change, but the top two or three, four will will kind of change places periodically based on your environment. So anyway, I just I wish that uh, people could find out. So now I'm getting to the point of the podcast. When you find out who you are, when you find out who you what your strengths are, you're more than likely going to be doing something that has nothing to do with it. You're already discouraged. You're already, you know, don't like what you're doing. You're already just trudging along, dreading going to work. So then you're going to, what you need to do is decide you're going to transition into what you're good at. Now, again, if you've taken the assessment and you've gone through the the videos, you've read the book, hopefully you've bought the book. If you haven't, Please, please, please buy the book. It's a resource that you can have. You can help people. You can help yourself with it. Uh, there's a link on the discoveryou-book.com to uh, order the book on Amazon. The assessment's there also. You can download the assessment, the PDF, and fill it out. Uh, there's links to the videos. I do the video teaching. I was going to do online. I was going to try to make money by doing an online course. But I've just decided to include all of them there. So there, the introduction is embedded on the page. You can click that, but then it'll, you know, you can subscribe to the Discover You YouTube channel, and all uh, eight of the videos are there to teach. And so you're going to need to make a transition. This is where it gets tough because when you start making a transition to what your passion is, and I, you know, we've used that term passion, and people get mis guided about passion what energizes you what your what motivates you when you start pursuing those things because you can be passionate about a lot of things but when you find out what motivates you then that's where you're going to stay and so as i have been pursuing what motivates me as i've been pursuing what my strengths are there's been a lot of hard decisions we've had to make there've been some things we had to do that was not easy to do, and they're not very popular with a lot of people. But I have a wife that is so supportive, ultra supportive. She has been there for me, and so she keeps encouraging me. And we, I mean, we sold our our house, and we live in an apartment that somebody's letting us use. Our goal is to to maybe buy an RV and live in an RV for a while, just to kind of get our feet under us and try to get this this business going, this, this pursuit that I'm after, trying to get it going. I want to be, you know, my, one of the things I've always wanted to be is a conference speaker. And, but, you know, I've told people that and they said, well, what are you going to speak on? Of course, I always talk about your destiny and your purpose. Well, this, this actually has given me a platform. 
And so I'm looking forward to actually doing conferences. I've had my very first session in a conference just uh, the earlier this month. Actually, the last two days is July and first, first day of August. I had my very first conference session. That was so exciting. And that's on my Discover You uh, YouTube page as well. You can see that. It was at a, a denominational convention. And so it's it's more this scripturally based, but uh, it's still the same same message. But we're we've made some sacrifices to pursue this because I've pursued what I thought I was passionate about multiple times, but I quit because it got tough. But what we've decided this time is we're going to pursue it, come hell or high water. We're going to pursue it until we succeed. We're going to pursue it until we're doing what we're made to do. Because I'm too old. I'm 55 now. I'm too old to be messing around with what I what doesn't work. I'm too old to work at jobs that don't fulfill me, jobs that, that I just dread doing. I met a lot of good people at all those jobs. I've got a lot of good friends at those jobs, so that weren't wasted time. I, I, I was able to teach people and help people. I was able to help grow businesses, things like that. But I just I would dread going to work. And so if that's you, then you're going to need to make some choices. You're going to decide, are you willing to do what it takes to make the transition? But I'm here to tell you, the struggle is real. I mean, it will be difficult. You're going to have to make some difficult financial decisions, difficult emotional decisions. You're going to make sure you have a good support system underneath you, people that support you. I mean, I've got people that are friends that I haven't known. I've only known them two or three years, but they are supporting me in this whole thing. Uh, you know, to where you know, most people would think, well, you're just, you know, you're useless. You don't get it. You don't have a job. Well, I do have a job. Every day I sit down in this office. If I'm not doing something else, I'm in this office. I'm creating content. I'm working on other books. I'm working on, I'm working. I just don't get paid by the hour. See, my, what I do is going to be create residual income. It's going to be books. It's going to be courses. It's going to be things like that. Plus, I love to travel. I love to speak. Speaking is my main thing. I did the John Maxwell certification. And I've had opportunities to do personal coaching. That's not what I like to do. I don't enjoy one-on-one coaching. I will mentor people. I've mentored people. And I've got some people that I, I've, I've kind of helped along. And, and they, they call me or text me or whatever when they have questions or I can help them along. That's not what I want to do. I want to speak. My, my deal is I'm a communicator. And I want to get up and I want to get in front of people. And I want to share information because to me that makes an impact makes the most impact and it make, gives me the most joy and the most fulfillment it's it's where my passion lies it's where i love being and so i just wanted to to tell you listen this is going to be you know it's going to be a tough time it's going to be uh, hard but the thing is is if you keep pursuing it you keep pursuing what you're doing what you love doing you keep making those hard decisions and you have a good support system under you, you can you can make it through anything. I'm telling you, the journey is part of the joy. I mean, even the struggles, even the hard times, even when it's difficult, when you're pursuing what you're made to do and who you're meant to be, it will give you the strength and the fortitude to see it through. 
you won't have to worry about i mean let me let me retract that statement you will have a ton of opportunities to worry but the thing is is when you're doing what you get to do you know this whole month of august i've been pretty you know my schedule's been pretty clear i haven't had a lot of haven't had any engagements hardly at all i started off the month with uh, a speaking engagement uh, at a at a church and then i had my conference um you know did the conference and that's it but september i'm it's going to be pretty booked um now i'm going to a conference that i'm not a speaker at but they're going to allow me to have a booth and to sell my book and um uh, maybe they'll give me a chance to get up and kind of promote it a little bit but you know even if i don't i have this opportunity to make connections make contacts i've got two speaking engagements one leadership one uh preaching i'm doing a session a satellite session for uh, alzheimer's association they contacted me yesterday and said hey we had somebody couldn't do their session in two days can you do it in two days and i said sure i'll do it i mean i wasn't scheduled till september to do it and this is i'm in august and of course when you hear this it's going to be september but i'm i'm recording this in august and so i, I didn't so i'm going to get to do that and then that that is i get to go in and i get to sit in the the offices and and do the session remotely so there's five or six different groups of people that join in remotely and i get to do the session this is going to be the third time i've done it i did their very first one and so um i'll get to do that so you know things are happening things are moving along it just takes time but every time i get a chance to to do something it's exciting even when i'm creating content you know one of the things i worry about sometimes is coming up with something else to say but when you're passionate about something what well, when you're motivated by something everything you hear and everything you see is filtered through that and so you can apply it to what's going on you can apply it to what your uh, motivation is and what motivates you what energizes you can apply it and so you don't lack information so that's just me that's me um that's my story whatever your strengths are whatever your passions are then if you're not doing what that's what's related to it then either you're going to be miserable the rest of your life just knowing who you are but you're not doing anything about it or you're going to try to pursue it and some people are willing to do it part time which is I would advise it but hey I'm 55 I'm ready to move on I'm ready to get it done and I've got a wife that supports me and so we're we're being strategic about this we're doing things to help us financially so that we don't have to try to keep going because at my age I I lose the bandwidth to be able to do multiple things. When I was younger I probably could do that, but now by the time I finish a job, especially if it's a job that is so mentally exhausting and you you're miserable the whole time you're there so it's just exhausting and when you get through you don't have the the emotional account, you know, balance to really go in and and invest anything. So that's why we're doing this. I just pursuing it full time this is what i'm doing and it will pay off it will pay off there'll be a day in fact my wife and i were having discussions about well when you start getting busy doing this we're going to have to think about this situation think about you know where i am and what i'm doing so you know we're just we're planning trying to plan ahead so i just i wanted to share that with you and let you know listen struggle it's going to be tough 
but it is so, so rewarding when you do it. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys. Uh, You don't know how much I appreciate you. Listen, if you haven't subscribed, please, please, please subscribe. Whatever platform you're listening on, just hit the subscribe button so you're notified. Every Tuesday at 6 a.m., I launch and I release another podcast. And so you can get it automatically. Please go in, rate, and review the podcast on iTunes or whatever so that other people can find it. It'll help the algorithms when it's got a lot of good ratings and reviews. It puts it up the top of searches. Also, there is a new way to help sponsor this. I do this for free. You can always listen for free. You can, you know, if you go to the website, you can download the the assessment for free. You can access the videos for free. You can you don't ever have to even order the book. I do all this because I believe in it so much. This is a value-added thing I do, but there's a a way that you can actually sponsor this podcast, and there's a link uh, on the podcast description. There's a link that you can sponsor it, a monthly donation, anywhere from 99 cents to whatever you want it to be. And I just want to shout out to those that are already sponsoring. Man, you guys just amaze me how much support you're giving me, and it's just so awesome. And so this can help me to continue to do this. I mean, I'm going to do it. But it would just really help if you could help sponsor, you know, just something per month, whatever. Help keep this coming. Keep this content going because I know it's helping a lot of people and it's going to help even more people. I want more people to hear it. And if you know of somebody that's putting on an event and needs a speaker, needs a keynote, needs a session speaker, whatever, hook them up with me. Either send them the link to the podcast or the link to the page. You can go to my Facebook page, James Hooper. You can go to my Instagram, James R. Hooper. You can, I'm on Twitter. I don't ever look at Twitter. So I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram and Facebook are the two that I use the most. There's a link on the, I believe there's a link on the website, discoveryou-book.com. That's discoveryou, discover, Y-O-U, all one word, dash book.com. There's a link to my social media there. There's a contact page. You can send me a note, that sort of thing. If you've got anybody or if you're putting on an event, you know your corporation's doing something, you believe this could help. If your HR people need something, let them know that this is available. Again, so all of it's free. Everything's free to you except for the book. If you'll buy the book, that helps support me. If you will sponsor the podcast, that would be so great. Getting a lot of positive feedback on the book. And so if you've had the book, you can order it and send it for a friend. Amazon lets you send it as a gift. It's only ten bucks, nine ninety nine. If you're a prime member, you don't even have to pay shipping. If you're in Texas, you have to pay taxes, but you might not if you're in other states. Anyway, appreciate you guys for listening. Don't forget to, to subscribe. Don't forget to rate review. Don't forget to look think about sponsoring. Share it in your social media feed so others can learn about it. We're going to change people's lives. We're going to help people live a more fulfilling, better life. And they'll be a, it'll be a better society. Now I'm getting real extraneous here or whatever. <laughs> but it will be a better society when people are engaged in what they're passionate about and what they're really motivates them, what energizes them. People are engaged in what energizes them that makes people easier to live with. You don't want all these people that are miserable around you. So share it with your social media friends, letting people know about it. I appreciate you guys, and I'll talk to you on the next podcast.
Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Discover You podcast with your host, James Hooper. This podcast exists to help you grow both spiritually and personally. If you enjoyed it and think others could benefit from the content provided, please go to your favorite podcast platform and leave a review and rating. This will help others find us more easily. Also, if you haven't already, subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Thank you for joining us for the Discover You podcast.